hey there. Um, I think you guys know what you're listening to because you clicked on it. This is Chutaka. Right, welcome back, guys, from our unannounced and indefinite hiatus. <laughs> Sorry for the yeah. lack of communication. We kind of ghosted you there. Uh, force ghosted. We force ghosted you. <laughs> um, but we're back. Uh, this is episode thirty-one of Chutaka. It's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, you know, obviously, since we last spoke into these microphones uh, a lot has happened the rise of skywalker came out i guess that was a big deal uh the mandalorian finale aired and a lot of people um, have had very strong emotional responses to both of those yes news items. that's an understatement <laughs> uh and to be completely honest with you I, I don't even know if anything else is going on in star wars probably but uh you Those know two, yeah i've kind of i'm not gonna lie to you guys like after the rise of skywalker like we were planning on recording a podcast pretty immediately and uh i was reeling i i don't know where kyle was at headspace wise but i, had I didn't to, either i didn't know yeah, where i was headspace wise i had to escape to the wilderness for <laughs> yeah. a couple weeks and just michael reconnect michael with my spirituality ran away to canada i did and then world war three hasn't even started yet yeah, we all got drafted since then. <laughs> no. Uh, but oh, no, we, we, we both had some uh, holiday trips, but we're back. We've thought about the movie. We've thought about the end of the TV show. Right. And now we're here. Um, so let's jump right into it. Kyle, before we get into specifics, do you want to just tell people what went through your head on premiere night? It's Thursday the what day was it 19th thursday december 19th a date which will live in infamy <laughs> okay well what was you, going through your head you'd be coming out of the theater both i mean we went to see it together well, going uh, in i was so excited i couldn't think of a movie i was more excited for right uh coming out sorry i'm fucking everything up Oh my god! Okay. Co coming out i was a little shell-shocked be just because whatever it was there was so much of it. I had what these kids say. Are we talking all just... the feels? <sighs> uh, you're not that old. I you know. don't. You're I, not I, old I, enough I, that you get to say what do the kids say these yeah. days. I, I know. It's just I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know. I I liked a lot. A lot of the part parts of it. I didn't know what to think of other parts. I disliked parts. So it took me a little bit to sit where I'm sitting now. And look back in hindsight what I thought of it. So I was, yeah, I was a bit shell shocked. Okay, I think that's a good word for it. I went into it incredibly uh, full of hope, full of excitement. I was very, I very much bought into everything we were hearing from actors and crew and cast, or whatever. 
that were actors and cast are the same thing. I'm sorry. But, but that they pulled it off. All these people were saying, like, JJ did it. It's incredible. He tied it all together. You'll be amazed. Um, and I really bought into that. And I was, uh, that's what I was going into it hoping for. Um, I did not, like, there was just thing after thing after thing that I just couldn't. It was like, it kept asking me to wrap my mind around things. And then before I was done trying to wrap my mind around that thing, it threw something else at me that I had to wrap around. Yeah, that was, and that's kind of, yeah, I was kind of getting that at least with a, you so know what it, it felt like, it. felt like was I was so back, that. felt like I was back working at the toy shop at Christmas. That's how much wrapping I was having to do okay. with my mind. Okay. How much mental wrapping. Right. Uh, just rush hour Christmas Eve. Um, and honestly, I left the theater a little upset. <laughs> you were disappointed. Like I viscerally, I wanted to like search somebody out to take out my movie on. You know yeah. what I mean? And I wasn't signing up for that. Ride. <laughs> I was, I'm just like, yeah, Kyle dropped me off me as fast as he could. <laughs> I, <was like, laughs> I had a quiet ride home with myself. Again, know. still liking a lot of it. But so many questions still. And Michael, yeah, you, you had a lot I you felt, wanted to say. and I felt like I was sent on a blind date. <laughs> and like my friends set it up as if she was yeah, fucking. Had nothing but great things to say. Like, I really think you two will hit it as off. As if she was Anna Kendrick. Yeah. You know, like, oh, she is going to blow you away. You are just going to be She's amazed. She's just your type. You're going to. And then I get there, and she's pretty, sure. But she's eating with her mouth open. I can't follow what she's telling me about her life. Like, she's here, and then she's there. She's all over the place. Okay, yes. And, and I just leave the date Confused. feeling like, why did I spend all that money tonight? Like, <laughs> okay. I, yeah, it let you down a little bit. You had high hopes. I get it. So <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to be overly negative. I that just, that actually sounds like one of, like, sounds like a good date in my line of. <laughs> what kind of dates are you going on, man? <laughs> anyway, I, I could have been more descriptive probably in how she was bad, but uh, well, I didn't you, you wanna think that get out into that because that's kind of yeah. So, so well, look, I would I I told you I don't want us to go on an endless tangent of this. Right. So which we've done leading up to that's this. been the whole podcast for we, 30 episodes well and also planning this episode that's what the planning was was just thing after they going back and forth right we're like okay we're huge star wars nerds and we would not even want to listen to that so <laughs> let's put a little structure to this thing all right top five likes and dislikes you have five of each you don't have to split them up uh do you want to start should we go back and forth? Do you want the good news or the bad news is kind of how I I was going to start with the good news because I didn't have as much of it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to start with the bad news so that oh, okay. we are left feeling okay. We're in an okay, okay spot. So why don't leave. I go first and we'll alternate. With that things way, we dislike. That way I'll do a like, you'll do a dislike. And then when I'm doing my dislikes, you'll be doing your likes. Okay. And we'll counterbalance 
That won't be hard end, to follow along at all. So and yes, at the end, everyone will it's just very be similar to the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of a little convoluted. Little jump back and forth, <laughs> and you're left with a lot of questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fine. We'll do that. All right. So my first like, uh, I liked that Poe was a more fleshed out character who had like he just he felt a little more like the Han Solo of the story that we always were kind of expecting him to be in this trilogy uh, than he has felt in the past. Now, that said, I didn't love the whole spice smuggler, like, make the Latino character a drug mule guy thing. That's how you took that? That's how a lot of people took it. But And, like, I don't necessarily think it had to be that, like, because Han Solo was also a smuggler and probably smuggled spice, whatever. But... If you're going to do that, do it in a cool way, you know? Like, have a cooler backstory that's more fleshed out for Poe. But we didn't have time for that because of the myriad other things they were doing with the story. So, we just got this throwaway line. It's funny. I kind of touched that on a like part I had for Poe, too, is that we got more of him. They snuck in some backstory for Poe and where he comes from. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, I'm with you there. But I also have a dislike for Poe, so I'll just okay. match it one for one here. Poe was seemed like kind of a dick to Ray in this one. Um, I think what they were going you for... You mean like they're sort of sibling bickering right. that's at what, the beginning? I think that's what they were trying to go for. It was like big brother, little sister kind of thing. But then it didn't really pay off with like a tough love moment before they went their separate ways. Mm. Or like, uh, funny, like, just kidding. Go, it's like just... Be extra careful with my ship. Like, no, they argued about the ship. Poe brought up something else that so I'm like, yee, geez, yeah. like, take it easy. They're all dealing with high stress. Uh, it was that he wanted her to out there fighting with them instead of training. And she, it was just like a thing after another. She was like, isn't that kind of fair? Like, I, I know, he was giving her a hard time, which I was okay with. And like we said, maybe it was this sibling rivalry thing, but then there was no like comeback to Jesus moment we're like oh we are all best friends they they right. all hugged and were sad at the end when they like all survived it like but that there was wasn't... a touching movie in the moment and the music swelled but yeah. it was just kind of a dick and then they bickered more like when they were hiding around with Zori Bliss and then they went their separate ways so yeah we got more of Poe there's so a lot good. of things that part was kind of bad this weird. movie set up a lot of things in the first act that did not pay off in the third act so um, par for the course. Second thing I liked, Ray uh, sort of accidentally using dark side powers. I liked that a lot, but like we just said, a lot of things that were set up at the beginning of this movie did not come to pass, did not pay off at the end. You know, it's the whole uh, Chekhov's gun thing. If you put a gun on stage in Act 1, it needs to go off in Act 3. Right. And... They were worried about six other films to clear up in Act Three, kind right. of, and instead of the first. Act I of thought this it would film. have been super interesting to see her grapple more with that, and to you know come to terms with it or whatever the case is. But that was just something that like you know we saw her do Force Lightning once, and then it just never mattered again. Yeah. So. So, again, I touch on that with a like, which is funny. How we're good. But my dislike that kind of mirrors that is I did not like the 
fake death, chewy death. Like oh, I, I yeah. hate that. Then like, oh, we killed a character, but not really. And it kind of seemed like not really. Right. Like, like when they did that and they characters and you're supposed to think Chewie just blew up in a fiery crash. Like, right. do they want you to cry there? Like, wh- like what are they going for in doing that? Or like, is that supposed to s- set the team in motion now? Like, now we have to do it for Chewie. Well, but when also, in two scenes later, Ray senses, "Oh, Chewie's alive," and now we're gonna head to the ship to save. Yeah, Chewie. and what a convenient time to suddenly sense that. Yeah, like you've been like, training to use the Force this whole time that we haven't seen you on screen, apparently, and you're not a little more in tune. But yeah, and and that's the thing, like. Disney kind of has a problem. Like Marvel movies do this a lot where a character dies, but then they come back in the next movie because they can. There's a loophole or time or whatever. Right. And it, it just it takes away when someone actually dies. Right. The like emotional you're, weight. Yeah, exactly. Especially when now no one does actually die except Kylo, who fades away in a weird, confusing way. Like it it that didn't hit as much because of three other characters had like fake deaths in this movie, but right. that survived. And honestly, like I'm worried about the effect this is going to have on today's children. <laughs> I mean, they're just going to see grandma pass away and be like, but she's not really dead. She'll be back next, next fall. Yeah. <laughs> Coming fall 2021. Yeah. On Disney plus grandma. <laughs> that casket was fake. It was all for show. Right. Mom. She has all the stones, right? <laughs> right. Mom. Uh, maybe it's not going to be bad for the kids it's just going to be bad for the parents who have a little more explaining to do they can't just pawn off their parenting duties onto a movie to explain death to their children (laughs) Um, okay so like number three for me Ben Solo post redemption this has been the most I have liked Adam Driver in these movies um, at all I never liked him as a bad guy I didn't I, and that's no knock on Adam Driver as an actor. I don't like. I think he's a great actor. Uh, I just didn't buy him as that character as a bad guy. Um, and when he re- when he was redeemed and he came running after Ray, uh, and he's fighting we, off the Knights of Ren and stuff. We saw on Twitter that I need a hero. Yeah, it was like a mod- <laughs> it, it lines up perfect. Like that's that was his I need a hero moment. Yes. Yeah. And I think he wears it very well. I think it was cool. To, I think Adam Driver is just, he's such a good guy that playing a good guy is, it's like him at maximum capacity, you know? And I will say, like, uh, I think I thought him with Han was like, they did that pretty well. It was a surprise Han was going to be there. And then what he said made sense. Which then led to this. I need to hear him. Yeah, so I bought it more than I thought I might have. Interesting, because I have a dislike to go with that. I and (laughs) yours kind of circles around one of my likes with Pendemption as well. But my dislike to combat that um, was how they used the Knights of Ren. Oh, what a so that was a dislike. So I I wrote this down because people were kind of talking about it. People asked Ryan Johnson why he didn't use the Knights of Ren as the guards in The Last Jedi. Right. And uh, he said probably, well, he said that they probably have too much significance to just all die in one scene at the hand of what would have been an ally. So that was kind of his justification. I think that makes sense. Like, we, they set this up. There's some important significance with 
Kylo and the Knights of Ren. Why just dispatch them all in one scene and we never right. really knew it? Well, that's exactly what happened in this movie. That's what we found out nothing new about them. And even though they were an ally once, he just killed them all at once because he's a good guy now. So right. they were dispatched like the nothings they were. Yeah. So that was kind well, of... Well, they wouldn't... The thing is, their death couldn't matter unless they were set up to be more important. We don't have any narrative really associated with them um, except for these little bits and pieces that we've gotten along the way. And like without a, you know, if if a stranger dies on the East Coast, it doesn't affect you the way that your grandma dying affects you because you know your grandma and you know that story that is grandma. And, and her faking her death all the time. That, yeah, that, that minx. <laughs> <laughs> that tricky minx. Uh, but in this case, we have no story behind the Knights of Ren to make us care about that moment. So really, at that mo- they could have been anyone. It right. could have been anyone they could have in been that moment. Red Imperial Guard suits, because that's the same kind of like that's yeah. how they could have been used. Yeah. So that was that, and so not only was that one of my big dislikes, it also highlighted yet again that there was no through line plan with these directors in these movies, which is right. I think both of ours overarching main problem. Biggest with, gripe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you have another like. I have two likes remaining. Like number four. Ray gets her own lightsaber. Uh, I've been waiting for that moment. I'm very glad that she built her own lightsaber uh, because, you know, for someone who's been looking for identity this entire series, it makes sense that Great she should have for that. Yeah, her you, own you've mentioned that before. We even like episodes and episodes ago that you were looking for that. I don't like the lightsaber. <laughs> See, <laughs> I that was my guess with it is that. Her uh, staff was going to be part of... I thought that might have been part of the dual red lightsaber before we saw what that was right. in the trailer or teaser, you know. And but So I kind of like the idea of the staff, but yeah, it is kind of a wild lightsaber and it's yellow for just because. <laughs> just so that I could win that one prop yeah, bet that's about the one number you got. of colors you of lightsabers. You over on everything and you hit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't... Oh, man. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's your turn. Okay, Sorry. so yeah, I have a dislike. Mine doesn't really correlate with that one like these last couple have, but um, Huck's turning was an eye roll for me. Like yeah. that got a response in the, my theater, like more so than like other parts of the movie that I felt might have deserved. I like how you say it, my theater, like you own the place. Well, I was in my theater that I watched it in. Um, Pacific and theaters. I, I, I just, I just didn't like that moment. I, I mean, there was problems with it. Like he could have, they, he could have got them all killed and still given the plans to the resistance. Like he, yeah. like stuck. It, it was just, it was another convenient thing. I don't know if it was supposed to be a laugh or like a gasp moment. Like I, I just, I didn't buy it. Yeah. Hux was never a good thing. Like, yeah, they just didn't know what to do with Hux. Well, it also, you know. A New Hope opens with us like getting plans from spies. Right. And we know we don't have to have a big reveal of who those spies were 
to accept uh, that. Yes, we do. Rogue One. <laughs> they made a movie from exactly that. 35 years later. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, when you were first watching A New Hope, you didn't need... Yeah. All you needed was to, that one line. To know who... came at a dire cost or Yeah, whatever. you didn't need to know who the spy was. And so it was just sort of an unnecessary payoff to me, but also a just cheesy one. And then they replace Hux with this other guy who we know nothing about. And again... If you don't know these characters, you can't care. Like that's yeah. Well, that that was my pretty fundamental dislike. It just read as silly to me. Mm-hmm. Like I even pitched that in one of my spoilers leading up to the movie. I mean, their version of it didn't put him in a big mama's house type disguise to go undercover, but very similar. <laughs> Besides just, that part, <laughs> just as funny, right? Yeah, kind of yeah. silly. Yeah. All right, my fifth like, the entire Resistance fleet versus a thousand motherfucking Star Destroyers, Planet Destroyers, Yeah, I guess. Okay. They're all little Death Stars. I mean, that's epic. I think that battle ultimately could have been way cooler. Uh, Like, I, I don't, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel the enormity of it. I as opposed to those like we get a few big shots of like all oh, the star destroyers and then we get the that like money shot when the resistance shows up yeah which was like the most predictable showing up well, at the last minute thing I know. but those shots I'm like oh and then it had meh. to move on it had to move on that yeah. was my thing see I like that too and again a lot of my likes are gonna be a lot of years so the second half of this I'll go quicker yeah. but uh just like the rise of Skywalker <laughs> right <laughs> that, that leads into this exactly that I I was getting those whoa moments and what I needed from it and this right. big epic finale from this Star War the good guys versus the bad guys and all the firepower versus all the firepower but there was no we couldn't it, was, it didn't have time to breathe. It was so boom, 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 and we're cutting back down to the craziness that's going on right. at the end of the, the other part of this, right. which is my last dislike. Well, real quick before yeah, you go into your last dislike, I just want to say this before I forget it, um, but there was a battle logic that was a little more convoluted than your average battle logic in Star Wars. I thought they justified the horses and stuff Better than I thought they would. Oh, have. I, I don't have a problem with the horses. Yeah, I have a problem with the whole like explanation of they how they couldn't leave orbit. Uh, because, they all uh, need a signal to come from one ship to like, get them like, out of uh, orbit. Like my, I'm, I'm down to three G. My GPS isn't working. And then like, why that ship has to be hit in this specific way? Like, they think well, they're all following them out of town. The Death Star. It was like this exhaust port will lead straight here, and it will overload the internal core. And so you know exactly what they're trying to do, and they're trying to do it. You can see it's very clear what they're trying to do, why they're trying to do it, and why the and the other people are trying to stop them. It's from a doing mission. It. It's not just action over here, action over there. There's action happening. Yeah, but and, well, and with a million different star destroyers, they all look the same. And when they all look the same like that, it's a little confusing it's hard to focus in on where it's a little confusing which star destroyer you're looking at you know yeah, I see what you mean. and when it was just the death star there's only one death star to worry about anyway your final my dislike. final dislike is my biggest dislike and i i this isn't how i thought coming out of the theater this is where i'm sitting now okay 
I just want to say all things Palpatine. <laughs> I mean, I thought this was just a me thing. I thought he was too scary. <laughs> this this Palpatine was way scarier. Yeah. So did you like that cowering part. a little? Yeah. Okay. He was too weird. He was like a claw machine, like animatronic. Uh-huh. I, I didn't get that. Like, so is he half he, robot? Is that keeping him alive? Is he just, he, he, he doesn't have legs anymore. He was so. like something that Sid from Toy Story made. Yeah. Then like the two, like everything that came with him, like the two floating, Snoke baby clones like yeah. and his reasoning for like he was leading Snoke uh okay well I, I didn't get the arena of like cysts of Christmas past watching all this <laughs> like what were they doing before Ray showed up just watching the Emperor like in a CPAP machine like for 30 years the, just that hanging just out. like a really lame party everybody's just sitting in that Stewie Stadium just being angry. Yeah. Just being Sith that are angry. They were listening to like Blink 182 on repeat. That like, stadium was just like uh, like Twitter. Yeah. Just right. a bunch of angry people. Yeah, just with <laughs> anything that comes in. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Um what else? Oh, him like sucking the life energy from them like he's from the force dyad yeah he's like it was like he was bet midler and hocus pocus like he was like sucking it in and becoming younger and now he's got a cool hip new robe that's exactly what it was and it should have ended with him doing a musical number of i cast a spell on you okay <laughs> yeah that, that would have been one of our spoilers we wrote in. Right. We would have shit our pants. <laughs> Remember that time Kyle pitched yet another musical pun and number yeah. into being Star Wars? It happened. <laughs> Palpatine was fabulous as Bette Midler. <laughs> but no. I, so then my last thing for all things encompassing Palpatine, even how he died. Like it was all like uh -huh. CGI withering away and it was big, scary CGI with minute details that took so that's not what star wars star wars doesn't do that star wars doesn't look like that it reminded me of guardians of the galaxy 2 mm. not like like just turn him to dust or something i i don't even know it just looked like he went to skeleton and it, it just it fell out of place for star wars and just like any 2019 movie right and that was just him dying. I didn't, they couldn't even get that right. So well, let's all, get, all things Palpatine was my last. Well, let's get into my dislikes. Okay, like dislike number one, Ray Palpatine. Yeah, uh, I really feel strongly that they should have stuck to their guns with what happened in the Last Jedi, regardless of what fans thought of it, myself included. I like because I wasn't the biggest fan of the choice they made in The Last Jedi uh, to make... I didn't hate that her parents were nobody. I loved that. I I actually liked it a lot, especially considering Ryan Johnson's whole, like, that's the hardest thing for her to hear. Yes. Um, I didn't like that it got so specific as to say they sold you for drinking money. <laughs> that felt very lame to me. Uh, and just kind of, you know, I feel like it's sort of a bad writing trope. Whenever you're looking for a troubled past, you go to the bottle. Yeah, you just know? coming from humble beginnings, I think is what he's going for. It just, it felt, you know, honestly, it felt too earthly. It okay. felt too, yeah, uh, yeah. Too. You're the son of a drunk, like yeah. the village drunk. Um, anyway, but the Palpatine thing, 
is such nonsense. And, and not even, it's not even one, it's not, it's not even her, her, his daughter. It's his granddaughter, which means there's a whole generation of Palpatines that we just never heard about, never saw, never anything. I, I saw someone commented on that on Twitter. It's like, so Palpatine has the ability to whisper things into like these evil, like Anakin and now Snoke and right. Kylo and change these whole paths. But he had a very normal and stable son that grew to adulthood and had a wife and kid. Right, like, like uh, the fuck? Yeah. Are you kidding me? He just had like a normal son too this whole time. Like, who's not just normal? Dad's busy with work. Go, yeah, go do your homework. Not just normal, but completely understands how evil his dad is, and that his daughter needs it, to get yeah. away from it. Um, but is also yes, an alcoholic. <laughs> right, uh, that part was not hey, a lie. It only makes sense when that's your dad. He's like, uh, I get, I just. What a convoluted mess. And the the gall to bring him back in the first words of the opening crawl. Like a fucking... Eh, he's back. Like that isn't an enormous thing that needs to be earned story-wise. It's just crazy to me. And the, there was I, I, the Fortnite broadcast. I'll give you that. So if you were a 12-year-old playing Fortnite ahead of it, you might have had a clue. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That all makes sense. I think because he was going to be the big bad in this final movie, I was okay with them having to do They're like, yes, get right to it now. This is a thing. And it's like well, the uh, dead speaks. Yes, I but hate that's that why I'm saying that's of why, it. But that's why I'm saying it's a terrible choice. Because it gives you too much to do in one movie. Yeah. And if you were going to do that, I think we talked about this. If you were going to do that. Give us the Emperor laughing at the end. Of, make that the cliffhanger yeah. of the I Last mean, we Jedi. said like Ryan Johnson could have found such a cool way yes, to do that really if he that. knew that was where the story was going. But obviously he didn't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ray Palpatine, I just... it is so sort of convoluted and only muddies her character to my way of thinking. Um, and it also just makes the whole thing at the end with Ray Skywalker and stuff just so weird. So like forced and just... Yeah, so a after we kind of get through these last couple of five favorites, five d least mm -hmm. favorite things... I, I took a stab at my quickest, easiest way to fix the movie, and okay. it touches on a lot of what you're mentioning now. All right, what's but your? Let's you're in your likes now. One of my now. favorite things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll do this. I, I liked the opening scene with Poe, Finn, and Chewie, and uh, I, I just like the dynamic they set up with those. It showed that they've been working with each other now. Right. I liked. Poe or Finn jumping down in the gunner seat like that's his role now he's good at it now yeah they count on each other I like them having to get info from a spy like that's had some big information that did lead us on the next story like the, right I, I liked all that I liked them I think it was a decision that was 
maybe a little far from Star Wars and what we know, but I didn't hate them jumping to force or from to light the speed force, over and over. Uh, what say, did he call it? Light speed skipping? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like yeah. I, I think that's adding something to this new thing with something you know. It, it was fun. It made sense again while showing the dynamic of this and what it did to the Falcon after. I, it all made sense. It all played. I was in. I, it get. It got the action going with TIE fighters chasing it. Mm-hmm. I was just in on that opening scene. I'm like, okay, I'm with you so far. I was, and I was. I, I So I like that beginning okay. and jumping around an action I, adventure with the crew. I agree mostly. I disagree about the light speed skipping. I don't hate it. But at the same time, I really feel like this trilogy went a little overboard in terms of... Uh, adding new things for the convenience factor. Like to me, it felt just like kind of lazy. I thought that one was flirting with that line, but stayed on the fun and cool side to me. But yeah, there's the obvious problem is like, um, they could light speed through a star or asteroid or something. And we don't have to get into all the problems with it. I just, my thing is, yeah, I just wanted, honestly, I just wanted these movies to spend more time with old-fashioned character-based storytelling mm-hmm. and less time with the fancy visuals. I don't care yeah, about that. Gotcha, right. Um, all right, my second dislike, Bendemption, but not the fact that he was redeemed. I don't, I'm a little agnostic to Bendemption as a concept. My problem was the way that it happened, which I know you said you kind of liked, but... I, it was just I I like I think Harrison nailed Han Solo in the sequel. He is trilogy. Han Solo. I know he's okay. so good. <laughs> but, so, no, but and there was a line he said where I'm like, okay, yeah, that that at least goes back to make sense with the Force Awakens and how things played out. But so. to me, like the if all he needed was a talking to from his dad, he would have been redeemed in the Force Awakens. Yeah, but he needed, That's too, he needed more than that. I, 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 I'm with you. It's too Maybe he needed mom simple and dad. To, I, what I, I just, that whole thing was so unclear. It was just such a, they kind of threw a bunch of shit at us in one couple, of, in a couple of scenes, and we're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that he's redeemed and we got now. With Leia, too, like, did he die and came, come back? Or, like, like with Leia and where, why? He, and he didn't you know have... So I'm, I'm kind of with you now. I, I mean, I, I guess agree. he had a moment I of... I think you were right in saying that Harrison's just so good. I'm like, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, he had a moment of grace from Rey in that she, like, brings him back, mm-hmm. right? But before that, she fucking kills him. Like, she stabs him in the goddamn duodenum. (laughs) And I'm just like, that's not at all... Like, if you look at Vader's redemption arc, he watches his son voluntarily, like, take torture. Yeah. Because his son believes in him and that ultimately turns him, you know? Yeah. This is just it's like not to. Yeah. very unclear what turns him. To my, like, it's hard to identify the exact yeah, moment. Talking exact... to you for dad, he's got a crush on this girl he's hung out with a couple times, and yeah. his mom died for him. Maybe he kind of sensed that. Yeah. And so he turned. Anyway. Which leads me to my next like, 
Bendemption. <laughs> it was basically just what you said. Once the I Need a Hero song started playing and he's jumping onto big chains and gives a little, huh. Oh, once he's redeemed, yeah. I love him. Like, I just, yeah. Give me more of that guy. Yeah. Like he, he was like, took a chance and just held his lightsaber and they hit that instead of his legs off. And he's like, woo. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is all fun. We're getting... <laughs> A powerful Jedi, blue wielding lightsaber, yeah, good guy, uh, and so that that was good. But I'm kind of with you now. Like okay. how he how he got there was a little iffy. Dislike number three, uh, force healing. Now I don't hate it entirely. I'm not saying this in a binary way. I like the idea of force he- healing to a small extent. Uh, I feel like they took it way too fucking far and. It just became a cure-all thing. And to me, it really just belittles Anakin's fall to the dark side, which was so predicated on the fact that he couldn't save people from dying. And that it was that limitation of the force of his power to heal other people um, that really triggered him to fall to the dark side. Yeah, they could have just gave Padme a C-section. He forced healer up real quick. Bada boom. Yeah. Everyone. And I understand, like, they're kind of saying, like, oh, you have to give someone your life energy. So, like, if somebody's, like, dead, you would have to die to bring them back, right? right? People were arguing, the why, algebra didn't, of why, it. why didn't Obi-Wan just force heal Qui-Gon Jinn's chest real quick? It's like, right. well, because that would have killed Obi-Wan. But that's not exact. I don't... No, the, yeah, that's the, not spelled out. The anyway. math <laughs> of it seems to be however far gone they are, that's how much life you have to give for them to come back, I guess. But then she also healed that, like, what was that creature on the desert it planet? Is, the the basilisk. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was like. That is not what it's called. No, oh, I know, but that's what it's oh, like. A basilisk? Yeah. Uh, but that thing's giant, right? Pretty big? Yeah, but... Bigger than a human? It's cold-blooded, so it's way easier. Okay, so there's like proportions <laughs> of life force and stuff. I don't yeah, know. Duh. But it seemed to me like, you know, if you're fully dead, then the other person has to sacrifice their life entirely. Which if you're, I think, is that what Kylo did at the end? Like he then... Used yeah, it, I guess. The, that's, yeah, what, so. that's how I interpreted it. I don't know. But then if you're partially hurt, it's like, you know, the person's just tired after they heal you, right? They need a little time to rest up. The baby Yoda force healing right mm-hmm. the baby needs and so my thing is just her. his mom when he finds her she's not dead so he could have force healed her without dying and padme well wouldn't have died if his mom hadn't have died like that would never have come to pass it all kind of hit, hit the fan after his mom died anakin's mom uh shmi well and so we needed you know. the force to awaken with this dyad, maybe it's just dyad rules. So you're saying the we force has just been being lazy this whole time? Yeah. The force just doesn't want to... Ray awoken nah. it. Ray awakens a lot in a lot of people. Oh, okay. Well, so let's What's get your next here. like? Yeah, I'll, I'll, fly th- I'll kind of fly through my last couple here. I like the Coachella scene. I thought Lando coming back <laughs> was easy and successful. Um, I like the choreograph of like choreography of the speeder chase. I think that uh-huh. all played and was fun and was action adventure and the crew together. Like they were telling us we were going to get, and that is what we got. I liked it. I liked the raid jumping and destroying Ky- that whole desert 
Coachella scene and chase and even Ray using the force lightning. I liked all of it up to that point. I'm like, yes, that showed like she's even advancing and where this is now we're in new territory. I didn't want it to be because she was a Palpatine. I would have liked it just to now she's struggling with a, yeah, new force abilities she can and can't control. And why does she have this one and all that stuff? Yeah. So I like that whole scene on that, whatever the hell that planet was. Yeah. It worked for me. And it's just like Coachella in that they're in a desert and at the end, a girl is crying. Right. Right. Um, I thought that was fun. I thought it was fun visually. But my next thing, if I can open up my notes, is... God damn. Oh, fuck. Okay. That whole... Coachella scene? <laughs> no, not that, not that scene, but the whole uh, national treasure storyline of the first half of the movie where they have to find the Wayfinder and then the Wayfinder's destroyed and she gets another Wayfinder and all that. Uh, that was so convoluted to me and so... <sighs> the, the Sith Dagger where if you stand in just the right spot completely on accident just because you hit your mark but we don't know why you stood in that spot and then you hold it up at just the right angle and you close one eye and it lines up with the wreckage in an ocean like not to mention tides and shit and how that would change the position of it every day and how it's decomposing and how do you know it's still going to be in that spot but that is just the that was pathetic to me that was like, if I was J.J. Abrams and Chris Tarillo, I would be so embarrassed to have written that, let alone filmed it. Just make it do the other thing. Like, you're the other, the like triangles of GPS that they were going for. Like, that's just you plug in your aux cord and it tells you where to go. Yeah, but make I, this Make the dagger do something else or maybe not a dagger. It's like, at least like, in National Treasure, the clues were smart. Like, they were clever and you... And you're like, oh shit! Like, you and you learn something about American history. You know why couldn't they work a little of that? Yeah, in didn't it? you know Benjamin? Fr if you look at the bottom of Benjamin Franklin's shot glass that he used every five minutes, it is, it is, <laughs> there's a picture of the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so we have our thoughts on that. Then, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, one Wait, moment Benjamin I liked Franklin a lot. Took a shot every five minutes well, I mean, of his life. No, not his life. Just that's why he went out in that lightning storm. He was hammered. Yeah, yeah. right. It's fire kite, man. Um, moment I liked was Ray using Luke's X-wing. I mean, that's I fan mean, service, but I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, Luke raised up his, which they showed in the Last Jedi that that there was a water yeah. sunk it. Like you got the Yoda theme. I mean, that all. That fan service played. That got me. I'm like, yes. And now Ray, get in there and go save your friends it was in the a galaxy. I wish Ray had pulled it up. I think that would have been or a Yoda again. Just have Yoda again. She can meet Yoda, yeah. they can talk, and he can do like. I just thought it was kind of like for me. I'm like Luke's dead now. Like, I don't care what he can do. You know. Yeah. But Ray still has an arc to finish. So I thought it would have been a cool yeah. moment of His strength. last teaching moment for her. Yeah, is that she does the thing that he wasn't able yeah. to do. Yeah. That she that Yoda and then, had to And then watch. in that respect, you know, she has outdone the teachers. Yes, yes. You know, the, very easy. Um yeah. anyway. 
We just workshopped that in 26 seconds. That yeah. was much easier and doable. And for we have full-time jobs. These people, their only job was to like, workshop No this. one would argue with what you just like said. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Do, anyway, that, do it that way. Uh, my final dislike... Oh, I basically already said this. Damn it. It was just the... I split my Palpatine stuff into two, but Palpatine's return. Yeah. So just, I it really bugged me that it happened off screen and that there was no explanation given. It was kind of like your parents telling you to do something and you're like, but why? And they're like, because I said, I said so. so. Because he is back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because what Because he's back. Like. That's what it felt like to me. And I, I never respected that as a line when my dad said it. And I don't <laughs> respect it when JJ says it. Whatever, dad. Fine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, my last like is bad too because it's harder than I like to admit to come up with a fifth like. I and this is even a like that people are hating on, which and I even get their uh, argument. But I didn't hate Zori Bliss and Poe on the back and forth they had. I thought it was fun. I liked getting a little more backstory with him. I thought Zori Bliss was pretty much a badass. I looked think... cool, acted cool. I liked the moment at the end where he was like, "Should I come?" Lay one on you. She's like, uh, "Hell no." He's like, "Yeah, yeah. okay." That, it was all. I, it was all easy and surface level. And I like it. Just something like she was a cool yeah. character. I didn't mind adding that seemed to fit in the story for being so fast and jumping around. So I, I that was my. I, yeah. I, I, I like that, but I'm also a cisgendered straight man. So, you know, I, I think. <laughs> so you liked her eye makeup when she hit the she pops her. No, I just, show the Carrie Russell face. No, I just mean like I think some of the backlash to that was because people really wanted that right. to be happening between him and Finn, which like I, we totally I would have yeah, bought into and wanted to. Yeah, totally into that. But yeah. I also uh, can totally be like, oh, he's straight. Well, I can enjoy that. But like, yeah, I, yeah. I have 28 both years of practicing enjoying straight relationships. Yeah, so I both would have made sense. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, so now let's but, yeah. let's finish up our our, our very last button on the Rise of Skywalker. Then we gotta move on and finish up with the Mandalorian stuff. Right. Um. Let me just see where we're at time wise. It's 46. been a while. Okay. But um, so let's just say a few, you know, shortly, kind of what we would change generally. So I have one paragraph written here that I think would fix most of the Rise of Skywalker for me. This is all just this okay. isn't going to make all the other fans happy. This is what I needed. Okay. And this is because I, I make a distinction in my notes here. Um, is it changing only the Rise of Skywalker? So like assume the Force Awakens and I'm Last changing, Jedi are the same and you change just the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. But okay. I'm changing a lot. <laughs> so Mike's, yeah, Mike's no, no, really I, different. That's fine. I was just wondering. It's I, it's what after seeing button. it, kind of what I, now I know I would have liked more. Okay. Going in, I'm like, I couldn't give you this. It'd be tough. But right. after seeing it, I'm like, I wish they could have just done this. And it is Kylo is the big bad, not Palpatine. Mm -hmm. And Ray is definitely not a Palpatine. Uh-huh. And at the end of an epic lightsaber duel, the likes of which the sequel trilogy has never seen, to the music of Duel of the Fates, please, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, they discover the, the dyad that they're a part of uh -huh. and realize that only together can they bring balance to the galaxy. So they can't kill each mm. other or nothing will work out. So it's out. like the opposite of Harry Potter and Voldemort? Right. Okay. And just as they realize that, one of the Resistance members, I'm thinking Finn, 
to give him kind of a bigger role uh-huh. and like kind of sh- with his relationship with Ray and how much he cares for, he thinks he's doing the right thing because they were just fighting the whole time. Kills he kills Kylo? Kylo and takes away that like balance we thought we were going to oh, get. Oh, shit. So with that, uh, so yeah, we get Ben Dimption, but it's immediately taken away from us. The First Order falls because of that. They they don't have their Supreme Leader. Right. Um, Ray can go bury the lightsaber still, but she tells the praying old lady it's Ray, just Ray. Um, uh, I don't think she needs to say anything. Yeah, but I don't she, think we need she, that old lady wandering around in the middle of nowhere for no reason. <laughs> right. But she could still light her yellow uh, staff saber, hop onto the Falcon, and fly into the dual sunsets with her friends, ready to go more on space adventures. Okay, interesting. Uh, I still have some problems with that. Not gonna lie, but I like it better. Oh my god, did you? I Did came you just... around a little too fast. I was too emphatic with my hand gesture. Oh man, you just spilled beer all over yourself. No, I didn't. It's not like all a little over. baby. I dribbled on my shirt a little. Oh, good thing we have this on YouTube. Yeah, glad we switched to that. Do you need a bib? Do you need a bib, Kyle? Maybe. <laughs> I think I have one in the. <laughs> like, I have some bibs. Oh, on yeah. uh, I'm just gonna sit like this now. You can't even tell. Okay, so look, if I had to keep. The trilogy otherwise the same, mm-hmm. right? The changes um, that I would make to Rise of Skywalker, if that's the only movie I'm changing. Uh, Ray would be a nobody, no Palpatine, Kylo's the big bad. So we agree on those points. Um, something else that I think would have helped me, at least, uh, is that the planets that we're on, uh, I would have used planets that we already know and have a relationship with, because I think it would have been more meaningful and I think it would have gotten rid of some of the need for that Easter egg hunt that we go on across the galaxy uh, looking for this. GPS triangles with your ox cords and a dagger compass. Yeah, you know, I think it would have been cool to visit some planets that we only saw in the prequels. You know, there places like Naboo, and Coruscant that we didn't engage with in the sequels Yeah, what would at all. Coruscant look like now? Yeah, like has it just fallen into, is it like a Blade Runner sort of dystopia now, yeah, you know? Um, so I think there was missed opportunities there to tie it all in as a bigger series, you know? Because uh, it's all supposed to be one story, right? That's how they kind of pitched it to us. And so, you know, back to the Chekhov's gun thing, uh, if you set up, all these planets and stuff in act one, like fucking use them. You know, those, that's the setting of these, this story anyway. Uh, but to me, the rise of Skywalker is just a two hour, 40 minute proof that they had no plan for this trilogy from the get go. And so I really think it just fun, like functionally, it just doesn't work as a trilogy and it doesn't like it doesn't work as a bigger story and it's really unfortunate because the way you know they set it up with this uh as like a mystery um you know like jj and his mystery boxes he's always yeah you know and so it then the force awakens and the last jedi continued it but they set up this sort of like oh what's gonna happen how is this all gonna come together Who is she and why and what's and kylo it, and why and, and the key to a good mystery is that at the end all the d- 
dots connect and you see the bigger picture and you go, oh my God, it was right there all yeah. along. The key finally unlocks and with that you get- And that's know. where you get that like satisfying ending to the, the mystery and like everybody's motivations make sense and stuff. But to do that effectively, you have to know where you're going. And that's why I'm like, this would be a perfect, like if I was teaching screenwriting at like a film school, you know, to a bunch of suckers that got tricked into going to film school. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's start with the fact that you guys are all uh, dumb, but, and you're never like this level you of naivete. You should something right now. Yeah. You're probably free. never going to make it in this industry <laughs> with this level of idiocy, but you're here. So okay. I guess I have to teach you, you something. You got your degree now. <laughs> uh, but I would, I would show them this trilogy and I would be like, this is just a perfect case study and why you need to know your ending. Because everything that you write up to that needs to inform the ending. And I think they just, you know, I think they just set up, they wrote a check that their ending couldn't cash. And yeah, that's a good way to put it. It just ended up really messy and really uh, unsatisfying. And that's what, like I said, I still like a lot of the movie and things they were going for. Again, I said things like they're flirting with the line that could tip me either way. And to me, I barely leaned to the way where it was still fun and exciting and enough Star Wars for me to be right. okay. But yeah, there was some things that were just, it, it was too big of a hill to climb, too big of a hurdle to jump over. Mm -hmm. I, I found a tweet like going through everyone's reactions that kind of puts me where I'm like, yes, that's kind of where I'm at now. Not mm -hmm. when I walked out shell shock and, but kind of where I'm sitting at now with the sequel trilogy, it says, so it's from Unreal Fred. He says, The Force Awakens was about reigniting nostalgia and inviting new fans to old myths. The Last Jedi was about how nostalgia is a trap, but if you let it go, you can build from its memories new myths. The Rise of Skywalker is about two hours long. So like, <laughs> it, it doesn't have that kind of theme that works with Star Wars and also our time in the world right now that like that's what those first two movies you could find those hidden themes that r really shine through the movie and kind of what the movie's trying to say within a Star Wars movie. Right. This last one was just like um like the theme of the last one was like you guys like this, right? Like right? yeah. Well, and that's the thing like that uh, they like I said they set it up as a mystery and Star Wars was never a mystery series. Star Wars was a mythology series, and it's a mythology is broad, but it's clear. It's clear what the hero is trying to accomplish and, and why. why, and it's clear who the enemy is and, and what why. the enemy is trying to accomplish. Basically, like, and it's you know it's very broad. It's like we want to take over the galaxy, and you you don't really need more than that. Like, and that's still kind of the aim here, but it just got so muddy. And, uh, and it's just, it's not, I think tonally they didn't, uh, they just didn't get it. Like they didn't make a Star Wars it trilogy. Didn't, they didn't made, connect. they made a mystery trilogy that takes place in the Star Wars universe, uh, and isn't very well written. But yeah, so that's kind of where we land. Uh, it sounds like you know where Michael's at. I still don't know enough of where I'm at to say it eloquently enough. But uh, that's 
that's kind of where we're at. Uh, I've officially joined the Star Trek fandom. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you, you just have a very interesting relationship with J.J. Abrams then. <laughs> uh, only the TV Oh, okay. Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> You're a Shatner guy now. Yeah. Okay, let's let's finish up here with our thoughts on the Mandalorian finale. Loved it. Right. It's as, <laughs> it's it's as, it's as simple as it that. It is the antithesis of the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it was very easy to be like, "Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what that's it. That's what we wanted. That's what we needed." I don't think you we even it. need to say anything else. I mean, they stuck to the landing. Uh, here's the thing. Let me ask you. So you had a problem with uh uh with the season as a whole kind of withholding did Uh that did it come around for you or do you still kind of feel like that or at least on certain episodes um yes and no the everything finally started to come together in that last in that last one you know um or i guess the last couple Mm -hmm. uh but for me I just thought I thought some of the early episodes there was just too much killing time and too much uh, miniature plots, not enough like overarching what's going on here um, to kind of really drive it. But By that being end. said, the filmmaking is so good, and the like I, I was never upset that they were doing these things. I just also wanted some answers. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of and well, this season also ended, shows that with them setting it up they're setting it up like effectively like the they're leave, they're wanting you they're leaving you wanting to know what they set up so yeah well and this season i think it was ended, almost holding on purpose because no, no, they I, knew that no, i know that i know yeah. they're doing it on purpose i'm just saying like i want a little more going on uh from episode to episode like i want it there was kind of you know, like traditionally in TV, you have like an A story and a B story and like a couple small C mm-hmm. stories or whatever. Like, I feel like it's mainly just an A story each episode. Right. Um, and so I just wanted a little more business happening. Uh, but that being said, it's like, it's a Western, you know? It's a slow, taking its time, strolling through the narrative he moses, western yeah he, yeah, he, he moses walks, through he walks the story. he doesn't run yeah yeah and that the yeah whole that's story his character walks, is like he's run. never he never hurries it's a slow badass study yeah. trudge he's not running in action 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 yeah. um and so i i mean i love it i think it's exactly I think, what i want star wars to be as a as something that expands the universe like i want it it's it hits all the like fan service notes that I want. I thought the scene where the two stormtroopers are trying to shoot the thing, Jason Sudeikis cameo, can't hit it is like so be like that was fucking so, hilarious. So and easy to like such a good little fan service moment. Uh, I love that, and it's just chock full of little things like that. But. And like that's the thing is that fan service needs to be little things like that, not big things, right? So how I would describe it is world building with a leash. Like they do, they kind of go. Everything new we got was just an adaptation of something we knew. Um, an easy example from the finale was 
the like R2 unit who was a gondola-like guy for oh, yeah. a lava river instead of yeah. a normal river. Like, that's but still an R2 all, unit. Right. Like, and still, that's all world building that yeah. shows they transport things on lava. And the, the, But there would have been a lot of temptation to come up with a whole new droid. Right. And that's... Star Wars definitely does that. It's always like a new droid and a new ship for a new situation. Well, it's I, like, where are the Toyota Corollas of this universe? Like, why doesn't why isn't there a car that just keeps popping up? A a speeder that just everybody's got that speeder, you know? Yeah, and they and they did it with speeders and things like that. Um, I will say everything new that they did introduce, I like though. I want them with season two, which I'm ready for already. Like, can't come fast enough. That's that's the worst part is that they only gave it ten episodes. I I want them to eight, eight, yeah, yeah, eight episodes. I I was like, that seems like it would have been even better. I want them to get more bold. Keep like now you gave us the big hit. Let's start taking. Let's take an extra risk now. What do you mean by that? Um, I, I don't even know. That's the thing of what all fans want like now is like, give me like a give sex me, scene. Give me exactly what I want, but not in the way I'm expecting to get it. Right. That's how all fandom is now. Like, yeah. I know what I want, but don't do it that easy. Like way I right. be twisty to get to exactly where I want. Right. So it's hard to describe it. I just, I'm okay with them introducing new things instead of staying so close to what we know but a new version of it. I, I'm saying... I mean, I think let, they've let, introduced a lot of new things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the things they did, I like. So the, keep going. Keep I mean, going. like the Mandalorians generally, like unless you're super entrenched in the expanded universe, are like well, new to people. Yeah, the Clone War sits on them the a lot. The culture but, of that. Yeah, but yeah. A lot of people haven't seen that. So yeah. it's like, you know, unless you're a hardcore nerd, it's expanding on stuff. Uh, it And like... You know, just things like how the bounty hunting works in that world. Um, what else? Well, that's like, what I, there's a lot of uh, just there's a you know, what you get in the Mandalorian that's kind of interesting is a lot of acknowledgement of the minutiae of life that is normally left out of film and TV. Things like somebody saying they need to use the bathroom in the first episode, yeah. you know, like the fact that there's a bathroom on the ship that's acknowledged, yeah. you know, the. Uh, the ship, uh, Amy Sedaris, and yeah, her, has to like, be a babysitter for shipyard and like yeah. what it takes to get your ship fixed and stuff, like getting your little taxi cab to where you parked your ship with yeah. the droid. And yeah, your guy's got to play a flute to hail a cab. Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of stuff like that that's just kind of fun. Like, uh, it, it's an opportunity to live in the universe rather than to just. Uh, watch a story and move to the next yeah. action move to the next action yeah so i think we both come away with that we're ready for season two we've got nothing but good things to say mm-hmm. my hot take looking back at it now is i think maybe their execution of keeping it a secret and then how he was used and what moving forward i think how they pulled off baby yoda is maybe the best star wars move they've made since Disney's acquired. Baby like, I Yoda liked, is I like the, the most universally liked Star Wars thing, thing since, yeah, the original trilogy. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, it's, it's, they... Leia and Baby Yoda. It, it was just much. sitting there this whole time and no one was thinking of it. And John Favreau and Dave Filoni, they're like, yeah, that's our whole season. Like, no one's yeah. even thinking about it. We know it's so good. It's the whole show. 
<laughs> like it, they just nailed it. No one knew it was coming. No one knew that was coming. And it was just so out the slow play of it, but it, they're not, they don't use him too much. I really think since maybe the force awakens and moments and ends like it's the best thing Disney's done with, yeah. with star Wars. Um, here's my only gripe. The only gripe I'm going to make about the Mandalorian right now. Uh, I understand why Pedro Pascal can't take off his helmet. And I know we got to see him with his helmet off for a sec. Uh, cause, uh, what's his face? Isn't a human. Yeah. Uh, IG unit. Take yeah, away so I get why he can't take off his helmet. This is the way, but why can't he take off his shirt? <laughs> okay. I mean, it's Pedro Pascal. Like let's fucking see him, you know, it's still the armor. I think it's the same thing. Well, I don't he's know. just an unbelievably attractive so, man. Get be, that off of him. That'd be so uncomfortable to sleep in. You've been clinking and clanking. And yeah, really... just take it off, Pedro. Hmm. Or what's his real name? The character? Oh, yeah. Duradin or something. I, I don't remember. Duradin? I, I don't remember. They said at one time in that Grand Moff Tarkin or who, Gideon, whatever his uh-huh. name is. I... How they wrote his little soliloquy on coming out and who, how he knows everything. So, like, he, I've only seen that guy in Breaking Bad. I think that's pretty much anyone that's with it. And oh, yeah. I mean, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. He, he, he knows what he's doing. And that was good. Like, the big action set piece at the end was the biggest of the season with him in the jetpack and the TIE fight. Then the big reveal at the end. Yeah. And I, I'm a Star Wars nerd and I don't even know all the intricacies of that. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm just excited for more. All right. Well, let's start to, let's wrap things up. First off, uh, you pointed this out to me, but Taika said that he and somebody else know the real name of Baby Yoda. Yeah, I think I And apparently it's not Baby Yoda. Yeah. No, I guess I didn't see it. But yeah, basically what you said. So, so like, we're going to guess. We're going to give our guesses. Throw our hats into the ring of if they're, if they. If it's not Baby Yoda, what's his name? Kyle? All right. I had a couple, um, couple ideas. I thought maybe just using the letters from Baby Yoda would make the most sense. So like Day Boy. Day Boy? It's, yeah. It's or Gay like, Boy? No, Day Boy. It's day like boy. Night. It's like Nightman. Day, Day Boy. Boy. I don't think that uses all the letters from Baby. No, it doesn't Yoda. use all of them. It's just using some of them. So would, well, that's not. So would Dobby. Dobby. I know that's used, but he's a little cute thing with big ears. Like okay. that works. Wait, wait. Uh, I, I want to do one. Oh, you got some? Okay. Uh. So I think maybe they're just trying to throw us a little off the, off the off the scent. I think maybe it's. Baby still, but baby Kyle. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like that, don't you? Yeah, I don't hate that. <laughs> um, and I just like the idea of him being a Kyle, like, you know, just so mundane. Um, or... I mean, it's a slash badass. Right. right. Or maybe they're saying that, like, you know, sometimes, like, if you're royalty, your full name includes your title. So maybe he's actually his royal highness, the crown prince of Dagobah, Baby Yoda. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that it's, that would make his name still Baby Yoda, but... But not 
but it, just... it holds a little more weight now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sticking with this dumb letter rule I gave myself, ABBA. I know okay. it's a band, but taking it's kind a lot of, of a things that name. are taken. Yeah. Oh, Kyle's taken. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, Boba. I mean, maybe he knew Boba Fett from back in the clone days because okay. 50 years ago he would have been a Camino and that's why he's a clone okay. theory. And so yeah. he just, he's like, you know, I kind of like that name, Boba. Like he named himself? Yeah, I guess he named himself he in this instant, instance. Maybe do all the clones name themselves? Like, I'm Rex. I'm. I don't know. FN2187. I feel like they. Bob. I mean, name. you could use, lose the A, Bob. Bob. Um, okay. But no, here, here he looks I'll, like a Bob. I'll throw out my letters thing that doesn't really make sense. I mean, I, what makes the most sense to me is you take Yoda plus Yaddle equals Yodel. <laughs> okay. It's Yodel. Maybe he's Norwegian. <laughs> Yodel? I, I, would lo- I would love if on the Price is Right next season, the thing climbing up the mountain little ticker is a uh, baby Yoda sticker. Oh God! Um, well, what about this? We don't know Baby Yoda's sex. That's my last. He one. could be a Lady Yoda, yeah. and that's what I was thinking. In which case, kind of I'm thinking, like... what about a name like, like Mia Khalifa? That sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know what from though. Why does that sound so familiar? Do you really not know, or are you playing along that you don't know? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, my last one was for that same reason. Like, I, I could very likely, I, I'd i put the chances at 50-50 that it's a boy or girl. Uh, he, Jane? She, she just kind of looks Jane like Yoda. a Stevie. Stevie to me. Stevie? Yeah. Stevie Nicks? Yeah, Stevie. Stevie. Wonder? No. That's oh, a man again. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't hate the name Stevie Wonder. And he's just, always doing like, like the... like Yeah, well, <laughs> like, like, let's just forget Stevie Wonder's a person and put that name onto Baby Yoda. It kind of fits perfect. It, it lo- he lo- she no, looks it like a Stevie Wonder. <laughs> but you got to forget Stevie Wonder is a thing and everything that comes with that kind of thing. But she looks like a Stevie Wonder. We're running out of battery. Okay. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> I, I, that's all I got. Uh, so look, hopefully, just like our spoiler alerts for Rise of Skywalker, uh, none of our names for Baby Yoda will be right. <laughs> Fingers crossed that all of these are wrong. I think yeah, you know, I think some of our spoilers came close. Uh, Big Mama Hux. Yeah, they just you know would have been better if they went with our our direction. Um, speaking of direction. Let's talk about Chutaka. We need to have a conversation with you guys. Um, we're going to take things in a little bit different direction moving forward. Uh, we've had a l- hard time uh, growing our listenership uh, as an audio vehicle. At least as much as we want and are hoping. Yep. Yeah, because we're like huge narcissists and we need the validation of <laughs> thousands and thousands of views. I was thinking more is like, I appreciate our fans who do listen and we'd be nowhere without them. All right, we lost the camera footage, but <laughs> that, that, we'll fa- that's just about right. <laughs> that, and, and you know what? Where we're going? You know where we're going? Video. Yep. All right, so uh, I know right now there's no video of what I'm saying right now, but in the future... There were there will only 
be video. Almost exclusively video. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are, you know, we've had some, we've had more luck uh, being discovered by people and stuff on YouTube and Instagram than on uh, iTunes and Spotify, basically. So we're going to really focus our efforts there. Uh, and we're going to be coming out with, you know, sort of short edited uh video content it'll still be a lot of the same segments that you know and love we'll still do things like uh you know spoilers and uh between scenes i think we'll get creative with that uh in a video format dr chu maybe like if we bring in our Um, dr chu questions yeah so we'll still do all the dates you know our segments we'll keep doing those but we also just want to bring you guys something a little quicker a little easier to consume maybe a little funnier because we're not having to fill an hour and a half we maybe want to fill a four minute video talking about here's what we would do to fix the rise of skywalker right and i know a lot of you are breathing a sigh of relief right now knowing that you'll be an hour and 26 minutes uh more free of us each week uh but still get your chutaka fix yeah and, and then it's still the gonna other- be the same chutaka guys we're not changing you know we're not selling out we are still gonna be uh the same sort of stupid and like i was gonna say i don't silly. think we, i don't think we could not be chutaka if we tried so yeah that's just who we are um so yeah, we're there'll be more on that in the coming days and weeks and months. Yeah. So what you need to do is go follow our Instagram. That's where you're gonna see uh clip more clips, um, postings, but check out our Instagram and then YouTube. You yeah. guys just go to YouTube, you throw in the one word Chutaka, all our stuff pops right up. We'll be having new videos, short videos, long videos, funny videos, serious videos, but it'll all be at those two places for you guys and to check out and a little on, easier. Uh, and on Instagram, it's at Chutaka is our handle there. Um, and yeah, so we're excited about it. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun and I think you guys will uh, really enjoy how it changes up and I think it'll be better for you guys to listen to and better for us to create. Um, anything else, Kyle? No, I think that's it for this very long-winded and confusing. Yeah. And See, this exciting. is the kind of stuff you won't have to deal with anymore. Is it, is yeah, this, Kyle has to come up with a sign-off. Yeah, <laughs> and he never thinks about it ahead of time. We've done it Not 31 once. times, and he's never... And he's always surprised. I'm like, when oh I, yeah, we have to say something at the end. Well, <laughs> this is it. Signing a, a final ka-chow. A final ka-chow <laughs> from Kyle. All right. Thank you guys for listening, uh, especially those of you who have been with us since day one. Uh, that wraps up 31 episodes of Chutaka with one or two specialty episodes in between. Um, and we will see you guys on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, see you later. Bye.